Hello there, and welcome to episode 14. Were you left high and dry when the IPL decided to abandon match 45? We're going to talk about some things to consider now that we've seen how that unfolds for fantasy. We're going to preview matches 48 through 52 and see if there's anything to learn from batters that are a little bit late in the order. This is the Fantasy IPL Podcast. Here we go. Hey, everybody. What's going on? Wit. How you doing? Doing good. Having a little dance contest with myself over here. Got the song stuck in my head. Can, can, if, I bet our, our listeners can probably guess what the song is. Let's not tell them. You know how much we love a certain player. Yes. <laughs> I, I guess we're... I just have to imagine. Just whatever your favorite song is, have a little dance contest with yourself right now. And then, you know, just it can be about whoever your favorite IPL player at the moment is. Man, those were some uh, some gross matches this week, huh? They were. Some of that was pretty tough. Let me ask you this. You and I are, are generally pretty conservative with our transfer usage. Like, either zero, one, or two transfers you know, is typically your move. If you have nobody on your team for the upcoming match, and it's not a particularly exciting match, so maybe you use two and an uncapped. How many points do you need to feel good about that usage? Yeah, that's a a good question because that's something I've been thinking about. A lot because I'll I'll pull us. I mean, we even talked about this. Um, you pull somebody in, and, and if your transfer efficiency is like one seventy five, let's say, you kind of want to score one seventy five off of that transfer. But how often does that actually happen? Almost never. Like it almost never happens. Yeah. So, like, if you're getting a second, a second player, then or if you get to play him twice, if there's a turnaround, and you get to play him again. Then okay. You know, what is that, like 80 points? That's that's doable. So I don't think 175 – like I, I was saying, like, if it hurts my transfer efficiency, it's not worth the transfer. But I, I don't think that's always it because, for one thing, your uncaps don't count at all towards your transfers. Right. So how, how would you factor that in? So the question, I guess, was if you just got a match and you're not too excited about it and you pull somebody in – what are you excited about? Well, they'll probably be my captain or my vice captain. Uh-huh. So, um, I think if I just had two players plus an uncapped, let's say, uh, if I came out of the match with 200 points, I'd be satisfied. Okay. I think it also depends on the match, but, uh, like today, for yeah. instance, was a, was a change up. I only had two players in the match. They just both happen to have great games and then, you know, boom, you're over 300 points. So, that felt really good. Yeah. I, I, in general, I feel like if I've made moves for a match and it's not a match that I'd been saving players for, anything that starts with a three, assuming it's not just two digits, makes me feel pretty good. Yeah. Uh, but two fi- yeah. two fifty is like my threshold for like, eh, I'm glad I did that and I didn't miss out because that's my biggest fear. I got the FOMO, fear of missing out. So, you know, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, which is kind of what happens when these games get slow. So let's talk about finding those studs when you're in the cruds. Um, before we, before we get into that, oh. just, um, 
I I want to point out that my audio quality is way lower than it normally is. Um, I've been having some some technical difficulties using a different set of headset, so I apologize for that. Uh, just listen to it. It makes me sound like the host, and you're like a call-in <laughs> expert. So we'll just, you know, I don't mind that. Yeah, yeah, you're the you're the guy that we bring in from the big network that offers his expert opinion. So that's what's going on with that. But um, yeah, so a few of those matches, very low run scoring. We had a match get abandoned. Um, so let's talk about kind of how to handle that. And the first thing, um, so with that RCB match that, w- that was low and slow, um, I had Faf and I captained him. And he also won man of the match. And it totally changed the trajectory of fantasy-wise how that looked for me. So I think that's kind of the first piece of advice or the first thought that I had when I was thinking about these things was there are certain players that are just those steady eddies. They're going to produce good match, bad match, just maybe not as high of a ceiling. But they shouldn't really dud on you. Um, And Faf certainly came to mind. I think if you just want to guarantee you're having a good time with yourself, Faffin's always a good way to go. But is there anybody else that came to mind on uh, on the steady Eddie's front for you, Mark? Uh, well, you, you kind of talk about it um, later. The when I think steady Eddie, and I'm thinking uh, Gujarat because they're my team. Yeah. Um, they have they're like they're really their whole bowling lineup seems like steady eddies. Like if you play uh, Mohammed Shami or uh, Mohit Sharma, who's their who's their other guy who's been playing lately? Can't think of his name. Noor Ahmed. Yeah. Um. Or if if um. There's always Rashid Khan. The other guy's name. Rashid Khan. Yeah. There's Rashid Khan. Uh, Alzari Joseph is the other one. He's not playing right now, but. Any of those guys seem like uh, if you're if you're if it's gonna be a slow wicket and you're just not comfortable, yeah, throw one of those guys in and you'll probably get a wicket. Yeah, it's it's been weird. Good. It's been hard for me this year. I used to love having bowlers in my lineups. Um, it's just it's always nice, you know, especially if you've got a captaincy or something on one of those guys and they get one wicket. It usually makes it worth them having especially if you're going to use them for multiple games. It's just that they're great to have down there. But I've really steered clear of straight bowlers this year, aside from a few namestays. I used to try to hunt like a good bowler per match. But with these kinds of matches, when they really slow down and it just becomes wicket haven, you know, the bowling is where the points go. So as far as steady 80s, if, you know, if you're looking for, for those bowlers, you know, you mentioned Muhammad Shami. Is it Shami or Shami? I've always said Shami. It's the Midwestern of me come out, but <laughs> um, no, that that would be Shami. Shami, Shami. Um, that's the Midwestern one. Uh, I don't know if it's Shami or Shami. I'll have to listen a little closer. Okay, uh, but then uh, Naveen Al Haq, you know, had himself a good game too. I think they both had three wicket games and yeah. and very very slow games. So it is there and you talked about it you really championed some of these matches being high wicket matches and i still just wasn't able to commit many resources to that i've I've been hunting the bats Mm -hmm. this year but there was there were points there i think it's just harder on any given match 
some of these teams are employing like sometimes six or seven different guys are getting bowling overs. So it's harder to know yeah. who's going to have the good opportunities, but the studs like, so Shami, Shami, Shami always gets overs at the beginning. And then it's some, sometimes they let him come in for the, you know, for the really juicy overs in the death. So he kind of gets both. So like guys, yeah. guys like that, I, I feel really good about if GT is playing in a slow match. Um, he is definitely going to have my attention next time. Yeah. Uh, the other thing that I did for, I did the first time I've ever done this and it was for the Lucknow uh, CSK match that got canceled or abandoned. Abandoned. It was, I actually looked at the batters from the RCB match, or sorry, I looked at the bowlers to see what order they batted in, because I was convinced there was going to be a ton of wickets, okay. and like maybe I could pick up a bat, maybe my bowler might actually get a few points, because I, I was trying to decide between Rav, <laughs> Ravi Bishnoi and Naveen Olhak, you know, Ooh. they're both good, they both have a good chance of getting you wickets, so I thought, well, who comes up first in the order? Probably Bishnoi. It was Bishnoi, and it didn't matter because the match got. Amazing. Yeah, no, that. So I have zero data points to tell you if it's a good thing. <laughs> I can sympathize with that. That like bowling bowlers getting runs is that that's like free points. It just it feels like cheating when that when that comes yeah. up, especially if you've got a captaincy on somebody down there in that bowling thing, and they're coming in in the death. They come in like the seventeenth, and the team's way down, and you know they're going to be swinging for the fences, and you get a couple of boundary shots out of that, and the next thing you know it's an extra 20 or 30 points on your, uh, on your total score that you'd never count on. Um, but yeah, Bishnoi seems like he gets opportunities. I just don't know that he's done a ton with them. That's an interesting angle. I, I might have to look at that. If we know we've got a slaughter coming again, that's a interesting thought. Yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't suggest our listeners like make it a, a top strategy priority. Um, but on matches, on matches like that, it, anything that's getting played at Econa Sports City, if you're looking <laughs> for something to decide, it's, it's something to look at. Yeah. Um, but so that match um, abandoned. I think this is the only sports league that I've paid attention to that uses that term when they stop play and don't resume it. You know, in baseball, it's postponed, and it's just like that almost never happens in football. It just they just reschedule it, but like an abandoned match. So it started and they didn't finish it. Um, it just yeah, in the real world, it equaled one point in the points table for both teams. And I don't know which team that that probably disappointed more. Um, but yeah, what that meant for us was that we only saw half of a game that was. I, it left me feeling very just blah because I have, was loaded up with CSK guys, um, <laughs> and yeah, like Jadeja, a lot of people Jadeja were. got to do his work, and I had him either captain or vice captain. I don't remember which right now. So like, I got something out of it. Um, I had Trash Panda; mm-hmm. he did his part. Um, but then you know, Guy Quad, Conway. I think I had Rahane back in there. Um, you know, nobody got, to, and, and you know across the universe, especially between Guy Quad and Conway, there was a lot of captaincies. And what we found out yeah. is that Dream 11 doesn't care. Um, we don't care if you use transfers. We don't care if you used boosters. You don't get them back. But what points you earned, you do get to keep those. Um, <laughs> 
what what are you supposed to do to keep that from happening to you? What do you think? Well, I can tell you uh, one thing I'm already doing. I have a booster that I'm planning on using in a couple matches. Again? And I have been watching the weather. Yep, I've been <laughs> watching the weather like a hawk. And actually, the weather's looking not so good. And so I'm, I don't know. When there's rain involved, especially, is when you got to do what we suggested last week, which is stay water. I mean, if you're planning on using a booster, you you really need to consider. I mean, we're getting late in the season. You're running out of opportunities, so there's there's that to consider, too. Um, I think that's a major thing to look at. I think also if some of these things you can't predict. Some you can predict. I don't expect there would have been a lot of batting to be scored in that match, even if it had been finished. Like the wickets were falling just like they were uh, when Lucknow played uh, RCB there. So you can plan ahead for that kind of thing. Just just bring in more bowlers and all-rounders, captain your all-rounders, captain your bowlers. Yeah, um, being smart about hopefully not going all in on a match that may or may not even finish is a big deal. Pay attention to that forecast. But then, yeah, when you're looking at your captaincies or vice captaincies, pay attention to who wins the toss. Hopefully you have the luxury of, you know, having your transfers lock in after that. You can pay attention to that. But if there's a chance that only half a game is going to get played, you know, roughly a four hour match and they're saying heavy rain predicted in two hours, I'm probably mostly only interested in guys that are going to get the guaranteed opportunity. So on bowlers, on the team that's going to bowl first, and what batters yep. on the team that's going to bat first, and maybe not much more. <laughs> Just don't don't overinvest on things that that may or may not happen. There wasn't a whole lot really to learn with that. I had seen those rules, but I just wasn't sure if that was really how they were going to execute. Cause there's not a separate section. When you look at the rules page for IPL that like talks about abandoned or rained out matches, it's interestingly, it's in the booster section because I'm sure that's probably when that comes up most often is I used my booster. Don't do I get it back? The match didn't play. turns out yes, if they never start the match, you get everything back. But if they play a single over it's locked in and it never comes back. You'll never see it again, and you can write. Tough to swallow. You can write country songs about Man. it. You can do <laughs> whatever you need to do to grieve. See that match. The only person that really hit was Ayush Badoni. The Badoni. I mean, nobody else. Nobody else could bat. Everyone else was terrible. So Luran had twenty off of thirty-one. Oof. Yeah, he was doing his best. You know. Warner impression with that, but let's uh, let's look at some of those guys. Let's look at the you know, are you chasing the points or are these guys chumps? Chaser chump. I I had initially put three guys in this list. I like your addition here too, Mark. But Badoni is one of these guys. Badoni's been like a known in the league for like a while, but I don't think that anybody's ever really been particularly impressed with his production. It's just it happens to be with you know with LSG. He's an uncapped, and he bats at like a decent spot. So you're kind of always hoping for something. And I think a lot of people actually got good points out of him just because of that. I don't think I used an uncapped in this in this match because I didn't want to lose somebody that I was playing for for the next next couple. Um, but he finally fired. Yeah, he got a 59 on 33. But working backwards in his matches prior to that, he's had a four, a 43, an eight, a one, and a five. 
Um, <laughs> Yikes. What's, what's, who's the real Bedoni? What do you think? Um, I don't mind bringing in Bedoni because he's uncapped. Um, he has also, in his last three matches, batted at two, three, and seven. <laughs> so, so it's, it's a little, he's a little, like, I can understand anyone's trepidation, like a couple hits. Um, if he's, if he's uncapped and there's not another good uncapped in that, in that match, he's reached the level where I'll pick him up. But if he's in a match where, I mean, any of the other guys really, Barma or uh, Trash Panda, or of course, Jai's ball, he, I'm going to leave him, leave him on the bench. Fair enough. Yeah, I don't think I'm not. I'm not convinced. I guess I'm not convinced enough that he's worth the free flyer, but not worth giving up somebody that I'm pretty confident. In. Yeah, he's not somebody. You know, I talked about the FOMO. He's not somebody that if I don't play him, and then the match starts, and I'm looking through other people in the home leagues rosters, and I see him there, I go, "Oh no, <laughs> everybody went heavy on Badoni today. I want to get screwed." This is the like basically the one time that I can remember that this has happened. Um, so, yeah, I like that idea. Play him, assuming it's not really costing you anything, but I'm still probably not throwing any, you know, captaincies or anything on him. But let's talk about a couple of guys who rose to the occasion in the, uh, you know, less than stellar week of matches so far. These guys are in a different category to me because they're supposed to be better than they've been, and that's Ishan Kishan and Liam Livingstone. I don't know if you edited that or if I edited that, but originally when I typed it in, it said live in G stone. And I kind of like that as a <laughs> Liam live in G stone. Uh, <laughs> I accidentally put a space in there. I was like, no, that's uh that's my boy. I like it. I, I did correct that. Okay. But I, I like it now. I wish I had old G living G old G stone. So these guys had good games, but I even, I think it was in the last episode, I talked about how Ishan Kishin just seems to refuse to fire. Like, he just, like, M.I. can get nothing out of him. They keep playing him in the opening, and it's just, like, a free wicket for whoever they're playing against until this match. So who, like, with Bodoni, who's the real Ishan Kitchen? Ishan, Ishan Kishin, I think it's Ishan Kishan, but whatever it is. <laughs> Last the last two years, he's been a reliable player. Uh-huh. He's I don't think he's ever been a superstar player, but he's been uh, at least like a you know top thirty in fantasy player. Uh, so I think I'm kind of riding the Mumbai wave with uh, Ishan Kishan. As that team gets better, he's also gonna be more consistent. Do you and feel they like have been getting better? Yeah. Do you feel like the Indians have probably changed the trajectory of their season, either positively or negatively, more more than any other team in the tournament? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think I could say that. And I don't pretty confidently, you know. And I don't know for sure that that should be ignored with a guy like uh, Ishan because he's. A staple on the team and if the whole team is doing better if they're changing the formula sometimes that's what t- what it takes to make these guys light off because i you know we both jumped into the pool both feet with with sir yakimore and we we don't seem to be looking back like nope that was a flash pan i there's you know kashan's not that 
kind of player. He's not as flashy, but if he's been good in the yeah. past and he's getting good again, I feel like that should more be who he really is than the sort of flop itching kitchen we've had so far. So I don't know that I'm excited for him, but if I need a wicket keeper, I'm 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 feeling less like that that's going to be a wasted transfer to have a guy like that around right now. Yeah. What about living G stone? I, uh, I'm kind of all in on Livingston. Like I, I pick Livingston over Sam Curran. I think every match now. Explain um, yourself. I don't think he's going to be as, I don't think he's going to be as consistent as Sam Curran was, but the same thing last year. Once he got rolling, he was hitting 40s, 50s, 60s. Did he get a century last year? I can't remember if he got a century. Um, but then he also gets the opportunity to bowl. And correct me if I'm wrong, he's not bowling uh, four overs most of the time, right? No, and you definitely shouldn't count on it. Even if he's done four overs, you shouldn't count on it. You know, he's a he's a batting all-rounder instead of a bowling all-rounder. But he's another guy that, like Ishan Kashan, so he started the season not playing. Um, and uh, Punjab, they came out of the gate hot, but then really started flailing. They did not look good at all, but then they started turning around. You know, they, they started beating teams that were up at the top of the, the points table. And as their team has gotten better, so has Liam Living's G-Stone. And I don't know, you know, if it's a chicken and the egg kind of thing, what's causing what, but he has a steady rise. So a series of did not plays followed by a six, ugh, a 45, a 60, a 69, and then this big bomb of 115 points. So I don't think it's like a total fluke that he's just kind of continuously doing better. The more he's playing in the league, the better he's doing. The more he's playing in the league, the better his team is doing. So, I, yeah, I, he, he seems exciting right now. I think that this is kind of his ceiling. You know, I'm not expecting 115 every time. You, you shouldn't. But I certainly think yeah. his his floor has come up since, you know, the fourth or fifth week, whenever it was he, he started playing again is so sounds like yeah, we're on the same he, page with he, those guys he bats it. yeah we are he bats it fourth um pretty consistently he gets lots of fours and sixes which is what you want for fantasy uh and he has the opportunity to bowl he can get wickets although in the last two matches he only bowled one total over in those two matches yeah so, yeah you can't can't really count on that so i do like i do like livingston now i mean i'd be excited to play a an overseas booster um, on him. Do you, I don't know who else on that team. Where is whoever they're playing where, against? Where is G Stone from? Is he English? Hmm, I want to say he's Australian. Uh, would you say he's a classy guy? Is he classy? Is he classy? Uh, I. He doesn't seem not classy. Oh. Well, you know who is classy? Who's classy? Heinrich Clausen. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Oh. 
ignore the last 30 seconds where I yeah. tried to tee that up for you, but <laughs> we, we, no, I was, I was too busy looking up where Liam Livingston's from. I didn't, didn't mean to totally throw you off the scent there, but Mark, you added, he, he is English. Okay. You, you added uh, Heinrich Claussen to the chaser chump section. So why don't you talk yeah. about him? He, he's a guy I've looked at a couple times. Um, he's a name that I didn't recognize going into this season. I didn't know who Heinrich Claussen. Is it Claussen? I'm assuming Claussen. Just... Uh, he's a wicket keeper. And here are his last five scores. 58, 22, 80, 93, 71. I think if, if his name was uh, Andre Russell... Everybody be putting him in his line, their lineup, yeah. and wanting to get those scores. But instead, or even uh, I mean, maybe a better, um, a better uh, comparison would be if his name was Joss Butler, or if his name was Sanju Samson. Uh, but nobody knows who he is. He's plays for the Sunrisers. He's been awesome, pretty consistently. He looks like a guy who comes in in the middle overs, uh, some somewhere in the middle. Yep. And, and and that's the biggest thing that I worry about is that he comes in in the middle overs. He's not an opener like Ishan Kashan or Joss Butler. Um, you know those guys are gonna, you know they're gonna bat. You don't have any any um, doubt about that. But then again, he plays for Sunrisers, so there's a good chance he's gonna have to bat. Cause and there's not them. Yeah, there's good. just not that many bats that you're excited about for SRH. So it's nice to kind of see one. It just happens to be that I don't know that Heinrich Klassen could be further of a name from what you would expect to see in the Indian Premier League rosters. You're looking for something that is clearly of a Hindi base or something that is clearly of an, you know, an, a British imperialism base, not like, you know, a very German on both halves of his name base. I don't like, yeah. do they play yeah. cricket in Germany? You had this guy, you know, end up you know in one of these countries playing high high level cricket um he he probably play plays he's probably from a country that used to be a dutch colony oh okay yeah so not i i i.e i'm guessing south africa okay that's a good thought yeah i didn't read it as as dutch but that makes sense it's very similar um so we've talked about Bedoni, Klaus, South Africa. Yeah, look at you. Thanks to the Google machine, you can always confirm that you are right. If you're ever looking for, to prove you're right, just go to the Google machine. It's true. <laughs> it always confirms I'm right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Statistically proven. Um, I'm going to give you one more name, and you can tell me, you can choose to yeah. be honest or not, if this was a name that you had thought about at all before this last series of games. Amin Hakim Khan. No. <laughs> um, in fact, when when I saw him on the, the show doc, I had to look up what team he was on. Okay. So I, I never heard the name. I didn't watch that match, so I didn't I'd never heard of uh, him. interestingly, there was at least one person in our home league that played him and benefited hugely. So Amin Khan in the Dream Eleven server, playing fantasy IPL here is listed as a bowler. He's played in a few games. He's never bowled. <laughs> so, um, I don't know why he's a bowler, but he batted 
51 on 44. Are you chasing that? He plays for DC. Uh, no, I'm not. Okay. I don't know if there's a whole lot more to talk about with that. I mean, this dude is a... Where does he, where does he bat? Does he, did he bat in the top four? Uh, he had a decent spot, and that was what caught my attention because he's an uncapped player. Um, and so it was, yeah, that's important. He's uncapped. Yeah. So especially with DC, um, a lot of people, and we, we were talking about Mukesh Kumar being, you know, sort of the DC uncapped go-to. Maybe there's a new one here. Um, I would throw a flyer on this guy with an uncap, but I'm not interested in like pursuing him right now. You know, I'd love it if at the end of the season I'm wrong and this is like the new DC hero, but, um, yeah, not counting on that. And if DC plays luck now, who do you who do you pick up as your uncapped? Amon Khan or Phony Bedoni? <laughs> um, I think it's got to be Bedoni just because he plays on such a better team. So, yeah, his chances of being given a opportunity, I don't know. That's 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 gross. I don't want to have to make that decision in my life. There's there's a little bit of a weird thing with with him being a bowler, but actually being a batter is that um, you get a negative two. If you're dismissed for a duck, right? If you're a batter, wicketkeeper, keeper, all rounder, but not you if don't you're get a bowler. That for bowler. Yep. So he's got, so he's got a little protection. You don't have to worry about him ducking. <laughs> yeah. If, but yeah. if Bedoni ducks you, that's, that's potentially even negative points. If you've thrown boosters or something on him. Um, but don't have to worry about that with con. Um, but that's that's sort of the. You also you also don't you don't get any negatives or positives for for strike rate either. Ah, so you're insulated kind so, of in two directions, which is do with a little goofy. Do with that what you will. <laughs> yeah, uh, not sure what to make of it. I'm gonna I'm not gonna do it. That's what I'm gonna do with my will. Um, but that's the sentiment. Right. That's the flavor that's been left in our mouths over these last few games. Um, a lot of just slow grind it out Uh, but there was opportunity there so hopefully you can find some luck but let's look forward let's move into some match previews here Um, starting with match 48 Rajasthan Royals versus your Gujarat Titans the most obvious thing that's going to happen in this match is that probably you and everybody else in your home league is going to have Jaiswal and I wouldn't be surprised if 90-ish percent of them have a C or a VC sitting on top of that guy. Kind of feels like, yep, why a, wouldn't you? He's the new butler. He's the new butler. He is the new butler. He. My only question when it comes to Jaiswal is like, even if he has a bad game, it's not going to scare people away from him. Like if he comes out and God forbid gets a duck, you're not going to panic if Jaiswal has a bad game. You shouldn't. He's uncapped. He's basically just free points when you've got this guy on there. The only thing that I'm wondering is that if you do know that everybody's going to be chasing Jaiswal, is there a situation maybe where you're positioned in the league where yeah, you're going to put him on the you're you're going to put him in your lineup because let's face it, there's probably not there's definitely not a more valuable uh, uncapped in this match. So you're you you're, you're going to have him, but what about captaining him? I don't think it my question would be is there a good reason not to captain him? He's so far ahead of everybody else as far as points scored. Uh, if you're playing on 
I mean, like, let's say they were playing Lucknow at Ikana, and nobody's batting well there. I'm not. I wouldn't captain him there, but I'm guessing a lot of people wouldn't captain him there. That might be a good advantage there if people aren't thinking about that. Sure. I'm just. We're uh, getting late enough in the season, and this is really the only reason I ask: is if you are not doing well in your league, maybe you're running out of transfers and you're sitting down somewhere, you know, where you don't want to be. Maybe you're not going to make whatever playoff system your your league has, um, or you're just battling for final position. It does you no good to climb the ranks if you're just doing the smart stuff. <laughs> you have to, yeah. you've got to find yeah. the diamonds. You know, those guys up there at the top, they're all going to have Jaiswell. They're all going to captain him. They're going to get 400 points just from that one guy. And you do the same thing and you've made up nothing. But if they all did that yeah. because it's the conservative play and, there's, and they're doing the smart play and you throw it on top of somebody like Sanju in this match and he goes off, that's the big win. Um, so that's the only reason I feel like you don't right now. You got to ride the hot hand. That's Jai's wall. Yeah. I started calling him Mr. Obvious to myself. I wrote it down on this thing here now. So now everybody else has to call him that too, but it's just obvious you're going to play him. And depending on how you've got your roster structured, throw a little extra on him with a captain or a vice captain. And he may be the new best candidate for your three X booster, just as far as, he has set the single highest score this year, and if you'd if you'd used a booster on him for that, holy cow, you know you'd you'd be great. So maybe yeah, you'd be winning. You might even see somebody do that in a coming match. This one, uh, the bowlers for G two are too good. I'm not. I don't want to do that right now. But um, that's Jai's wall, and then sort of on the opposite end of trajectory over the last match is uh is old Shubman Gill. We told you to shove him in your lineup. He didn't do so great. But he has never busted two in a row. I think he still is one of the best, if not the best, pure batsman for GT. And I'm not scared to play. Yeah, yeah, no, don't be, don't be afraid to play Shubman. And I think as far as batters go for GT, he he is the safest bet by by a pretty wide margin. Um, you might be tempted to play if you have enough batters to bring in a couple bowlers from GT because they've had really consistent and oftentimes really good bowlers. I wouldn't, I wouldn't uh, hold that against anybody. If you wanted to back off a shotman. It's the best and worst thing about GT is that they're so well-rounded and in no one game, do they need somebody to do well? It makes it a little tricky. I think sometimes when you're trying to spread the love around when it comes to GT, but I still think Shubman is your best pure batter, but I'm thinking about sliding into the DMS here. David Miller. Yeah. Are you going to slide the DM into your lineup? I'm very tempted. I, There's a history here that I really, really like. I can't pull the trigger. No? I, I don't blame you. Go ahead. Let's hear it. Well, so he's, convince me. he's been doing well. Um, and the last time these teams played, which is this year, earlier in the tournament, he went for 81 points and seven boundaries in that time. So, Mark, you said it. You're looking for those boundary shots. Um, you know, it's like getting, mm-hmm. you get those Russell games, you know, 25 on 14 versus a Warner game who goes 40 on 50, <laughs> you know, it, what's, what's going to, what's, what's more likely to get you those fantasy scores you're looking for. If you're riding one of those, you know, they might come out the same points wise, but who's, who, who's carrying the potential for those big games. And right now the, the DM kind of looks like that guy. I'm, but I will tell you that in this match, I'm a little more interested in bowlers and bowling opportunity 
Um, so Khan obviously comes to mind because RR, aside from Jaiswell, I feel like their batting core is really cooling off. So yeah. Khan and Shami are really sticking out to me in this match as far as good opportunities to cut some guys down. It just sucks that Shami is likely to have overs against Jaiswell right at the beginning. And I hate the cannibal transfers, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah. Um, yeah. I still really like his chances here. Let's see. Last time they played, Khan got two wickets. Shami got three wickets. But the only other all-rounder that I wanted to mention is uh, Ashwin for RR, who's just yeah, just very matter-of-factly having himself a really nice season. He's, I have failed to get him into a, my lineup. He's a true all-rounder. Yeah, I've and and that's why I want. It's just that, like with a team like this, it's like who are you going to pick? And for this, it's like you know what? This guy's going to play both sides of the ball. Um, so. When, when you're trying to decide who to play, that's, I think, a great tiebreaker when you decide um, who to play. And both of these teams have relatively short turnarounds for their next match. We even talk about these same teams in matches against other teams in this episode um, mm-hmm. very shortly from now. So it's not a terrible thing to just kind of load up a little bit here, depending on um, how your roster is structured. If you're not happy with somebody, if they didn't do great, just hang on to them so you don't feel like you wasted that transfer because hopefully you're just playing them again in a few matches. Anybody else you're interested for 48? No, I don't think so. We can move on. Okay. Well, then let's look at CSK versus MI in 49. Um, we've been through this with you before. You've got a little. Yep. You've, you've got. Is- you've got a little extra magnifying glass on on this match. So take it away. Yeah, this is where I've, I'm, I'm hoping to play my booster since I didn't get to do it on the my Indian booster. I didn't get to do it on KKR GT. Uh, but once again, the weather is not looking great. It's an afternoon game, and there's supposed to be afternoon storms. So I might have to pivot again. We talked about it earlier in the show. Stay water. Yeah, you got to stay water. You don't want to blow your, your booster on something that might get canceled. When the water's coming and out of the you... sky, don't let it come out of your eye. Play smart. <laughs> Yeah, watch the weather. You know, check check in on it, and if it starts to clear up, I think this would be a good one to play the booster. There's so many good players. Mumbai is looking really good right now. Although, like me, even though I play my Indian booster, I am still going to have Conway in my lineup. He has not busted uh, at Chepok. He's been good every time he's played there. Yep, I did the same so, thing when I used mine, and he got man of the match. So he didn't get the Indian booster, but he still had a great, great game. It was a excellent placeholder. Yeah, they don't bust, um, or he doesn't bust at, at Chapak, but CSK has got to be chomping at the bit for this match. They've been on a little bit of a slide, yeah. and then they got denied the opportunity to bat in the last match. But does that make you nervous at all that like they're off rhythm now? They're kind of off. They're literally they're off schedule. This is sort of weird. I, I feel like this is one of those intangible things that happens with some teams. No, I've, I, yeah, I've, I've thought about that and I'm really considering captaining somebody from Mumbai, probably, probably big sky, but if not big sky, maybe even, um, Cameron green. I've really liked Cameron green, this Cameron green this year. He's earned it. He's been great. Uh, and I, I think I'm different from most people. I like the idea of having my Indian booster and maybe if I, if I feel like I need to having, an all a, a, a overseas player and then actually putting my captaincy on the overseas player. So he gets a two X. So everybody gets a two X rather than having one guy with a four X. No, I like it. That's a great way to hedge your bets, especially if they're players. Yeah. Like I really wanted to do that with Conway when I played my, uh, when I played my Indian booster, I just decided 
to stick with the theme of the day. It was literally the only reason I did that was like, nope, it's Indian booster day. It's not, you know, white guy Devin day. So we went with uh, the Indian booster and uh, stuck with that. Um, But I kind of feel like obviously Conway's great, but the hottest player for CSK right now is Jadeja as far as just almost seemingly guaranteed production. Yeah, and he won Man of the Match last time they played, and he didn't even bat. He was just a bowler in that one. Uh, so do you put your man, do you put your captaincy on Jadeja then, or do you go with Conway, who rock? it's a rock star at Chennai? I love, you know, your idea of, you know, you captain Conway or Green or something like that, but I captained Jadeja just because I was drooling over the fact that if you captain with that Indian booster, one wicket is worth 100 points. He got two of them. <laughs> so, um, and one of them yeah. uh, was a leg before wicket. So, you know, eight times two times two happened with the bonus you get for that. So it was just like yep. super valuable. Um, and I just feel like he's very informed. We we were excited about him preseason. He was slow. He seems like a lot of these guys we were talking about earlier in the episode that has really just come into form. And this is the real Jadeja, not the not the slow Jadeja. Um, so if you went that way, I would I would say that's a great move too. But um, Jadeja is just great. So just just play him. That's. So many, so many great players in this match. I'm glad that, um, I mean, if the match gets played, if, if the weather doesn't affect it, I'm super excited to play my booster this one. Uh, you've got Kishan in form. Uh, J- uh, Jadeja's in form. We just talked about it. Gaikwa's been great. Um, who else? Big Sky. The only one who I, only Indian who I should want to play that I don't at all is Rohit Sharma. <laughs> who? I just. In, any, in, in seemingly any other year would have been that guy. Is there no room for him, the way you have your roster built out? Does it make no sense? Well, I have to decide. Do I want a, a 1X on Conway or a 2X on Rohit Sharma? I'd rather have the 1X on Conway. Okay. <laughs> That's it. I don't, I don't care. I don't trust, I don't trust him to get, you know, he, he's gotten so many out so many times for less than, less than 10 runs or less than 20 runs. Okay. I, no, I like the way you thought of that. Ready to move on? Yep. Match 50. DC versus RCB. Yeah. We just talked about Indian Booster. This one is a place where, I mean, I haven't actually thought of this until just now, but I will want to play my overseas booster. They've got some really good players. So on the RCB side, I'd be excited for Faf, Glenwell, Win and Do. Um, am I, who am I missing? Or did I say Glenwell? Glenn Maxwell. Glenn, Glenwell? Glenwell. Max Glenwell. <laughs> um, Max Glenwell. Max Glenwell. <laughs> Uh, his his alter ego. Those are the days that he doesn't do too well. Um, what? To be honest, if he if he, pl- if he plays the the guy from DC that I would want is Mitch Marsh. Interesting. Which you've got. I know we just talked about how we don't trust Mitch Marsh, and I don't trust him, trust him, especially after he didn't play in the last match. But he just seems like on any match he can score like two hundred fifty points, or he scores zero. And I've already got Faf. I've already got uh, Max Glenwell. <laughs> uh, and maybe Hasaranga or da- or David Warner, you know, some of these safer players. Why not have that fourth one be? So that's who Mitch I was. Marsh yeah, because that's who I was going to lead you to was David Warner. Have we seen a consistent decline from Warner that we need? You know, some sort of 
jarring evidence to suggest is over or is Warner just down and out for now? Yeah, Warner's he's he he went from being uh well like slow and steady. He gets you the points, but it would be ugly to watch it to just like ugly. And I don't, I don't know how DC has managed to win games. Like they've won a few matches with he and uh, Prithi Shaw scoring absolutely nothing <laughs> to open the the open the bats. Like like somebody else has got to do it. A hero will rise, well, and they they're kind of taking well, in that. In fairness, a, a hero a hero has risen. It's Akshar Patel, but yes, but uh, even then, Patel, you know, yeah. like he had a good, but not like you know, not star catching game it's they're turning a little bit into that sort of srh you know uh team they they sort of absorbed some of that that identity when they played them back to back um that there's not there's just not enough of a particular guy or or few guys that i'm consistently interested in there's xr patel it used to be david warner that you could count on getting a 40 to 50. I don't know what you can count on now, um, but Mitch Marsh did it this last match. Nokia came back uh, in an interesting way as far as, you know, being productive. Those guys just seemed like they were lost in the woods for a while and they're back. And it's just like, they're, they're pulling me in. There's a gravity here. I'm like, great. DC's got some usable pieces again, but it's just like, I'm having a really hard time trusting that feeling to throw those guys back in there. And you're talking about an overseas booster that might include Mitch Marsh um, <laughs> where yeah. Zero to two fifty is, is Mitch Marsh's range. That's insane <laughs> as an yeah. all, as an all rounder, <laughs> like uh, God, it, it, it'd, be, it'd, be a fun, it'd be a fun one. They're just getting so frustrating. Uh, DC is, I mean, as far as, Who's it going to be in predicting it is, is getting, getting aggravating. Here's, and here's the thing is somebody's going to have Mitch Marsh. Somebody's going to chase those points. And if you choose not to, it's going to happen again. And he's going to get another great game and it's going to be super frustrating. But if you put him in, he's going to go out for a duck and then shatter his femur trying to bowl his first over and we'll never see him again in life. And (laughs) you'll burn that transfer and your booster on him, and you'll feel terrible. Did you see um, that picture of Ishant Sharma of of uh, David Warner giving him a big hug? Yeah, <laughs> looked like an looked like an infant. <laughs> yeah, like a little baby. <laughs> that was great. Maybe that's what's happened. Maybe that's not yeah. really Warner. Maybe that's just like a kid in a Halloween costume, and that's <laughs> that's why this is all falling apart. Um, but. In this match, on the other side, RCB, um, you feel good about the the, the normal trio. I th- feel like Sabotage, Mahad, Muhammad Siraj has got a good opportunity here. Um, yeah. I don't feel like there's any need to get cute on the RCB side of things. Um, what about an uncapped player in this match, though? Well, we talked about... Um... About your boy, uh, I forget his name now. Aman Khan. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, him or, or Vijay Kumar uh, Vishak? Vishank. Vi- Vi- I'm sorry. Uh, Vi- I'm sorry. 
Vashank, Vashak, Vijay. He probably just goes by V. You know who you are. I'm very <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> We're as sorry as we need to but, be. You know, he, he didn't play in the last match. So I don't I don't know if he's gonna play. Um but I don't know. But both these guys, what's the next match? I guess the, the real question is, what is the next match? Uh, it's Gujarat versus Lucknow. You know, there's not a lot of great um, uncapped options there either. So, yeah, and that you know that was sort of where I was. I was hoping you had some advice because it's just the the. De- I don't. Here's the- my advice. <laughs> my advice is, uh, if if I had to pick one, I pick uh, Aman Khan because. I'm fairly certain he's going to bat because DC's batters all tend to get out. So I pick him. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's one of those, if, if you have to choose, just be careful about playing an uncapped player just to play one. Be careful about pulling somebody off your team that you're just going to be putting right back on in a match or two. Yeah. uh, Maybe consider that. Plan ahead. Let's, move along okay. 51 which is gt versus lsg we 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 just talked about gt is there anything yeah. on that given that this is this should be at amenabad i think that changes in terms of basically that they're hosting instead of being at jaipur does that change the way you play gt players no it doesn't i i always count as uh, amenabad as being a pretty batter friendly wicket of course oh. the last match it was not at all and i don't understand why uh, but i would much rather play i'm much more excited about lucknow's um players than i am this time but lucknow for me is one of the more frustrating teams like trying to pick who's going to be the guy this time um i actually i mean this this from a fantasy perspective if kl isn't playing if he's still injured that kind of helps because at least you got one guy you can eliminate but if if Quentin DeCock comes back in, that, that cancels that out. Right. So my note in our show doc here is that I got to believe Cutie Cock is going to make an appearance at some point this season. Um, we're coming off of less than stellar games from both Nicholas Puran and Kyle Mayers. Um, both those guys being overseers is, is, has been at least part of the reason um, that Quentin hasn't made his way into the lineup. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm curious because LSG is going to find themselves on the outside looking in here real soon. Um, we're running out of matches. They don't like you said have like it's hard to say like who the best player in any given match for LSG is like who is is going to rise to the occasion. Uh, but you used to be able to count on that opening lineup, and it's just like I feel like they got to shake something up. They got to do something, and it just—I'm not saying it's going to happen. I don't have any reason to believe that it will, but it feels like a QDK IPL 2023 debut coming in. If he's there, do you play him? Oh, um, I might. I might play him just because I've—I'm such a fan fan of him. Or, yeah, he's been like one of our favorite players as a league for since the beginning, since like the very first match. So I might. Because I'm certainly, I would be more excited to play him than I would be who ran. And maybe even Kyle Mayers. 
Yeah, so Kyle Mayer scares me here because, again, GT has that strong batting lineup. And if if Kyle Mayers is, is still going to be in the lineup and he's still going to open, he's going to face Shami. I'll use your pronunciation. Um, yep. And... Uh, he's he's unfortunately he's gotten hard to trust and and that's a lot of LSG players right now. Yeah. So I I kind of see myself sitting on a good number of GT guys from the previous match and just kind of sprinkling in the uh, you know the sprinkles from LSG and maybe it's Kyle Myers maybe it's a QDK maybe it's you know. Um, I mean, Badoni might be sitting there uh, as as a freebie for me, something like that. I just I feel like I'm going to lean more GT in this match, even though I'm a LSG fan. And at least part of that reason is is yeah. I can't tell you why in that match that we talked about where GT is going to play R, but I just feel like GT is going to have a good match, and I feel like they're going to be riding that wave. They're going to be feeling good uh, coming to this one, hosting in a at a Metabod, which I think is the biggest stadium as far as capacity. It's massive. Um, it, it's nope. capacity wise, it's over a hundred thousand and compare that to like, uh, Mumbai's right. home, home turf, which is like 30. <laughs> so it's a, it's much more of like a big deal show. And I feel like if GT is hot and they're, and you know, they're, they're hosting that returning champions returning to the big stadium, um, that they're going to have a lot of momentum and I could see them just kind of wiping the floor with LSG. I don't want it to happen, but I'm scared that it, that it could. Two, two fun facts to help inform your decisions here. One, uh, this just, I, I was looking at the different players and seeing you know, how I could decide which one to play with all these overseas players. Mark Wood has not played for five matches. Uh-huh. He's six. He still has more fantasy points than KL Rahul. <laughs> Yikes. That's, just, that's beyond me. I don't understand how that's that, that maybe he's been a little injured the whole the whole season. Is that now he's just like then he got it uh it got worse and has to quit. Um second fun fact, Narendra Modi Stadium is the largest stadium in the whole world. I didn't know that. For all sports? I did not know Gujarat played for all sports. I know it's um, I know it's an- it is impressive it's a hundred and thirty two thousand no big deal <laughs> uh, and they're gonna fill it the biggest one in the u and you know the biggest stadium in the u.s right who is it, it's a college stadium right is it the shoe it is not the shoe it is that other team that oh. plays against the, 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 the buckeyes gotcha <laughs> uh in the yeah michigan stadium is a hundred and seven thousand so that's it's funny it's all college football until you get to the top two which is Number two is uh, in Pyongyang, North Korea. All right. Because, of course. And then the top one. Yeah, I didn't realize that. That's all, that's, that's great. <laughs> oh, Gujarat. Um, wow. So, okay. Yeah, no, you know, it's just that's a small X factor in this game. But, like, that is a not, – not that there's anywhere in India that I don't assume is just incredibly densely populated. But being on the coast over there, you know, there, I don't know how far that is from, like, Mumbai, but, like – it's 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 in a big city area and it's the biggest stadium and this is insanely popular that is going to be a big 
crazy crowd. Most of them are going to be GT fans. The next highest number is probably going to be Dony fans. And then after that, you're going to have LSG. And so, and so if GT comes into that game hot, I, I, I think the crowd's a factor here. I, I, it's just, it's just a hunch that I have. Um, what do you think? Sure. Match 52. We'll wrap it up with uh, We'll wrap it up with RR versus RSH. Again, we just talked about RR. Depending on what just happened with Jai's Wall in the previous match, is going to dictate how many captains and vice captains you see in your league stuck on that one. He's still the best batter in this match for both sides. So, you know, if you're yep. playing, if you're looking looking for bats, but who is the who's the good bowler going to be for SRH in this match? It seems like it changes all the time. Every time SRH plays, you know, it's it's Boovy, it's Natara, uh, Jansen had a good game. Like, somebody is going to be the bowler that's the wrecker. Is there anybody that you're willing to throw a dart at for SRH on the bowling side for this match? Uh, if I had to pick one, I'd say Mike Markand. Markanda? Markande? <laughs> yeah, he's Man. he's been he's been doing well. I, he's been I'm, hot. But you said if I had to pick somebody, I don't think I'm gonna. It's I just, just gonna not. Yeah, that's what I say. <laughs> if I had to pick somebody, I wish they had an uncapped bowler because I feel like it would be good. Like that'd be the you that'd be the side I want to play. The bowler I'd be most excited to pick up in this match is Aiden Markham. If if I knew if if like he was an, if there was an interview and it's and he said yeah I bowled pretty well last time so I think I'm gonna give myself four overs. He'd be in my lineup every time, but he, I, I, uh, Washington Sundar got injured, and I thought because they bowl the same way, he's going to take over. He's going to get lots of overs. And then Abhishek Sharma came in and got all that, got all that action. And so then this match, I thought now Abhishek Sharma's the guy, so I put him in. Nope. And then he didn't get any overs, and so now Markham's <laughs> getting them. So, eh, maybe it's just not worth playing the game. <laughs> Who do they play? Rajasthan? Rajasthan's got lots of good players. <laughs> uh yeah, so so there we this is why when DC was playing SRH over and over again, uh that this match just got so frustrating because who who's it gonna be? You know, on the SRH side, like I, I like the angle that it could be Markram, but then we also talked about Classy Clausen. Um, and he yep. has a reputation of batting really, really well against the spin. Um and he comes in in a position in the order designed to basically save the day for SRH. So he, he doesn't bat super early, but he'll come in in the middle overs. He'll come in in the late middle overs, especially into the death. And he seems to just love hit boundaries off of spin. Most of RR's best bowlers are spin bowlers, and they've been struggling. So it feels, again, like we're you know kind of riding the hot hand, chasing points or whatever, but... I, I think batting wise, maybe Clausen's the best bat on SRH this side. Yeah. Um, but I like yeah. Markham's chances as far oh. as at least having multiple ways and opportunities to score points. Yeah, if I were to pickle, I might pick Clausen. He seems like he's the real deal. <laughs> uh, but again, that was close. That was close to going too far. I'd, re- I'd rather avoid. I mean, he's a wicket keeper too. So sometimes you just need the wicket keeper, and he's. I mean, really, he's, I haven't looked, but he's probably one of the top wicket keepers already. Uh, yeah. And well, I don't think it's chasing the points with him because he's been consistently good 
for like five or six matches now. It's not a just kind of off a, the radar because he's on a bad team. Population. Yeah. Yep. Um, so I, I just don't know that there's yeah. much to beat over the head with this match because we we've already talked about RR. Um, throw the good players in for them, and then there's there's SRH. If you can solve that puzzle, uh, we'd love to have you on yeah. as a guest. More power. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> More power to you. Um, so moving on to segment three, um, just to sort of preface this, this started with me, basically me just being curious. We're talking a lot about boosters these days and, you know, nothing sucks more than filling out a roster for your booster, especially if it's a booster where you're talking like all 11 guys can potentially be boosted, a whole team booster or an Indian booster. And you've got enough people in there and you've got guys that just don't get opportunities. So a lot of times with those boosters, even if they're not the best batters on a team, if they bat early, they're going to get the nod. You know, I want batters one, two, and three for each side in general. There's some teams where I'm steering clear of that. And so I was curious if I was using a team that had weak openers, who am I most excited about further down the ranks? And I'm not talking about all rounders that do well with bowling, but specifically filling out the batting order or the wicket keeper order. Um, so I started looked yeah. at like each team and not not one, two, or three, or even really like the obvious, they're definitely gonna get a chance, but like the slight reaches, you're trying to fill stuff out. Cause you're gonna run into teams where like the best options aren't in the batting column necessarily. And you gotta you gotta fit like PBKS yeah. was a little bit tricky with with that, like with Jatesh Sharma's gonna be up top. Um but looking like at that guy, like so Jatesh Sharma feels very obvious, but just again, he doesn't bat early. So it was kind of against my normal routine. He's not one of those opening pairs, but he's the fourth highest point scorer on all of PPKS and he doesn't bat early. He's the closer. So he's going to get his opportunity either way. I feel like there's some batters that do that. Like they slot them in where it makes the most sense given the flow of a match as opposed to in like a typical order yeah. um, situation. Right. They might be, might be fourth or they might be seventh, depending on yeah, when how you the s- first matters do. And it'll scare you because you'll see the list. You'll see the, the announced 11 and you'll see Jatesh Sharma like seventh. And you're like, oh, why do they have him so far down the order? And then he'll just come in fifth because it's the 17th over and he's the next man up. And they had a good batting day. So, like, he's going to get his opportunity. He's a, he's a closer guy. So, like, I really like Jatesh Sharma in situations like that. So, I was curious, like, who else makes the most sense in those kinds of things? Some of the teams were really frustrating. CSK, for instance, they changed their batting order probably more than anybody else, even on winning and losing games, like winning efforts. But I kind of tend to forget about Shivam Doobie. Um, he gets opportunities a lot. Sometimes it gets siphoned away by Moeen Ali. It seems like the the biggest vulture to his opportunities. But CSK is loaded with point scores, and he's still sixth in points on the team. So, yep, Moeen Ali is is the the hardest person to predict on um, on CSK if you're playing him or if he's gonna come in and ruin your day because you have Deja or du- or Dubay. So, <laughs> right, it's like who's it gonna be, uh, and and how do you pick? But the stark difference that I was looking at with this then is, okay, Shivam Dubey's got 453 fantasy points on the year, um, and, and that's sixth best on his team, but he usually gets a chance to bat. Compare that to Manish Pandey on DC, who typically finds himself fifth in the order, 
but he only has 215 points, Yikes. which is seventh on the team. But again, this is let this is the the highest point scorers are not batters for <laughs> for DC. So when you're looking at boosters, um, Mark, you pointed it out like focus on teams like CSK. And in this case, it's like proving to why you would avoid teams like DC because you're going to yeah. end up having to fill out your batting order. You're going to have to fill out your roster with somebody like, like Manish Pandey and the chances of him being somebody who's more than just a few bonus points is very, very small. So I'm lesser interested yeah. in that. You're looking at the same list. I am. Is, is there anybody who stands out good or bad? now that I've kind of taken those two out, is there anybody you definitely want to touch on? Cause I don't feel like we need to go through every team. Some of them are very obvious, like, like big sky for MI doesn't, doesn't open, but um, he's like, but he's like the best batter on the team. The one that, that, that jumped off to me right away um, was the last one. Sunrisers, Aiden Markham. We've already talked about him, but do you think Aiden Markham belongs on this list or does uh, Heinrich, the pickle class. So when I was putting this together, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was stuck in that pickle. I was sweet and sour between <laughs> the two trying to decide, you know, if I was going to spear one of them, you know, it's just, wh- who am I going with? And the only reason Aiden Markham is the name that I wrote down is because he's, he, he outranks in terms of points on the season so far, Heinrich Klassen. But there again, um, you can get into the decent batters for SRH relatively cheap. You don't necessarily have to play the openers. And that's what I wanted to see with this list is if you're not playing the openers, who's your best bet, even if they don't yeah. bat, you know, cause like, like with MI, for instance, it feels like a suicide mission to throw Rohit Sharma in there in place of almost anybody else that at least has a higher ceiling. So my original formula, my my baseline thought is put both Sharma and Kishan if I'm using a booster because I know they're going to get opportunities. But clearly, I'm going to leave one of those guys out for Sky. It feels more obvious. Yeah. Um, yeah. But with SRH, who's just not doing well with the bat overall, you actually come into Aid Markram and Heinrich Klassen, you know, better points wise, but neither one of them. Uh, you know, are guaranteed a lot of batting over opportunities if the front of the order does well. So it's it's a little bit more nerve wracking their position, but far more rewarding if you need them at the bat. It's kind of interesting team to team how that shakes yeah. out. Yeah, it makes sense. That makes sense. I mean, the other ones that stand out like Rinku saying, I I think is great, and he almost never disappoints you. Nope, uh, and he's free. So. I, I love him as a, a guy to, to fill in. Like I'm more excited about him than some of the cap players on this team. Of course. Um, I'm never get excited about Puran. I've had him on my team a couple times, um, but I don't know. I guess there's just so many players on that team that have the potential to be great. But even though Puran is their second highest scorer, that surprises me. Um, I never, want to have him on my, my team really yeah he's the second highest fantasy yeah. point scorer and there's a chance he loses his job to quentin decock in the next match and never gets it back like that's totally yeah. reasonable that that could happen it's what makes those teams very frustrating so uh, that lends itself to like what my thought process was when i started looking at these guys it's not a super helpful segment but it's 
a look into sort of what you and I look at, what we're thinking about when you're trying to put these boosters together, when you're yeah. trying to build your roster, is where do you prioritize players? Is it what they're producing or is it the opportunity they're given? And how do you balance the two? Because we saw that, especially early in the season, and he's really changed you know, the seas he's riding on. But like Andre Russell, there would be times last year, this year, the year before, where he would come in to bat and not even get an opportunity until the 17th, 18th, 19th over sometimes. And it's like, uh, why don't they move him up in the order? But still, people played him all the time. His capability, even late in the order, is big. But it would be really, really hard to say, choose him over Nidish Rana, who bats before him in the order. So <laughs> it's like, uh, it, it's, it's, it's just some food for thought, thinking about, you know, best players versus best opportunities and how sometimes there's kind of some prizes, surprises on that. Um, so I guess when you're building yeah, your outdoor rosters for those, for those boosters, especially make a very conscious choice about why you're putting players on your team. Yeah. It, it, it applies to good teams. Well, kind of good teams and bad teams. Like, yeah, I see you have Dinesh Kardik on here. And um, I remember last year he had a lot of good matches. Like, he he won the match a couple I think he got man of the match at least once. But this year he's just has not been needed. It's either either RCB has three batters that do everything or they have such a bad match that they want to save him to the very end. And by the time he gets there, there's nothing for him to do. Is what it seems, and there's there seems to be. I was just looking at this. RCB is one that I'm not excited about playing boosters on, because of this reason. Because you get to the middle overs, a guy like Dinesh Kardik, and he's only got 250 points. Uh, you can make the same thing for Manich Pandey. Um, I, so I just looked up uh, on Royal Challengers. Usually, if you're playing a booster, you're getting your whole lineup. You're gonna have five to seven players on of one team right um seven's the most you can have i think so i looked at the difference between the top player and the seventh uh player and so in for uh rcb it was very stark it was like a 500 point difference between like there's a huge drop off after those top players oh yeah whereas Mm -hmm. a team like csk who we've, we've championed in the past for boosters there's less than a 300 point difference um, and that's even considering that Conway and Jadeja have been just incredible. Like they've been amazing. There's still not a huge drop off to get down to a Jinkia Rahane at number seven. So that's those are the teams I always look for when I'm uh, when I'm looking at boosters. It's not just who has the best players, but who has a little bit of depth. I mean, I'd rather have seven players who all average a B plus than you know, three players who are an A and then the rest are all Ds. Yeah, and and you can have that if assuming it's only one side of the equation. So if you had an RCB versus CSK match, which we don't have for the rest of the tournament, that match has already yeah. taken place, that yeah. would have been great because you know, here's the four guys from RCB that I want, and then you just fill in the gap with CSK because their depth is great everywhere else. Um that's all I've got. Um, anything else you want to make sure we touch on before we shut this one down? No, I don't think so. It's going to be a good weekend. Keep an eye on the weather in uh, Chennai. <laughs> well, 
we'll be talking to Mark next week and uh, we'll see what kind of mood he's in. This could be, (laughs) if you have to twist again, man. Yeah, it's, it's rough. We all sympathize with you using these boosters is very, very nerve wracking, especially when you're trying to do it smartly instead of just slinging from the hip. But uh, good luck to you on that. I, uh, I look forward to seeing a, a real big score. All right, man. Catch you later. All right. We'll talk to you later. See you.